Welcome into another weekend bonus edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast. A big weekend edition as we continue to count you down towards BYU and Utah to kick off the season. Our player countdown series rolls on just 74 days away from today. We're talking about the best Cougar to wear that number in BYU history. We'll also get to some other news and notes. Uh, some academic honors being handed out in other BYU sports we'll touch on as well as, today pod, as today's podcast rolls on. With that rundown out of the way, let's get going here. This is another weekend edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast for June 21st, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, and welcome in to a podcast that's on the longest day of the year. It's not going to be the longest podcast of the year, I can tell you that much, but the, uh, June 21st, the summer solstice, the longest day in terms of the sun uh, set versus sunrise of the year as we really reach the apex of the Earth's axis. There's a whole... Uh, scientific debate we could talk about, but I don't know, understand, nor do I want to bore you guys with that. But it is the longest day of the year, so hopefully you guys get out and enjoy some sunshine today, spend some time with the family. Also, it's Father's Day today, and it's a good day to call your dad, be with your dad, do something to honor the memory of your father, and hopefully you guys are all doing that. I'm obviously a father now myself, had a fantastic morning with my kids my wife is just the best, and I'm going to spend some time with my family a little bit later on today, and it's just, it's a good day, and like I said, if you if you live away from your family currently, give your dad a call today. Just talk with him. He wants nothing more than to talk with his kids. I can guarantee you that. He may want to watch some golf or go out and play golf or go do something to celebrate his day, but even so... He is your dad, and he wants to talk with you. So hopefully you guys all take a chance to be with your father or either at least talk to your father on this day that we all celebrate the dads in our lives. And we've all got them. Even if they might not be blood uh, relatives, they may not have uh, been your actual father. But there are other figures that I have all over in both my industry, working in sports radio, and just life in general. They've all been influences in my life. So hopefully you guys can honor your dads, whoever they might be on this day, the longest day of the year. Kind of funny to have those two things come hand in hand. But regardless, hopefully you guys are all having a great day. All right, on to business here. The best player with the number 74 in a BYU uniform. And this is an interesting list. When I put up this list on Twitter, you can follow us on the Locked on Cougars podcast at Locked on Cougars on Twitter. And our finalists for this list were a mixture of defensive and offensive linemen, as you would expect. We had offensive lineman Travis Bright, defensive Offensive lineman Ray Crandall, offensive lineman Garrett Tujay, and defensive lineman Paul Linford. And the fan vote in this actually went in favor of Travis Bright, and that's not all that surprising because Travis Bright was just an absolute beast on the offensive line for BYU when he played there. Uh, was called the uh, strongest man on campus when he played at BYU during his time with the Cougars. He went to the NFL Combine with the hope to break the 225-pound bench press record at the time. I think he came up a little bit short, but showed off his strength. Spent some time in the NFL. Wasn't a draft pick. We talked yesterday about the fact that Scott Young is the last offensive lineman from BYU to have been drafted, but 
Travis Bride, a fantastic player, and he actually ran away with the fan vote here, and I feel like it's a little bit more of a recency bias. We'll talk about that here in a second, but Travis Bright winning the vote with 61.3%. Offensive lineman Garrett Tujay, who ended up coming back to BYU for a time before leaving with Bronco Mendenhall for Virginia, had 24% of the vote. Paul Linford with 12%, and Ray Crandall coming up in the rear with 2.7% of the vote. Now, uh, looking at this, I actually am going to disagree with the fan vote today because I thought Paul Linford should have been the best player to wear this number. He was an all-WAC first-team honoree from 1972 to 1974. That is three seasons as a first-team all-conference performer. Totaled 201 tackles, seven sacks, and 24 tackles for loss, as well as four forced fumbles. And during this era, sack numbers are wildly inconsistent. So it very easily could have been that Paul Linford had more than seven sacks for BYU, but I have a hard time picking against a guy who was an all-conference performer for three straight years. Nothing against Travis Bright. He was a second-team All-Mountain West Conference honoree during his time at BYU, but a guy like Paul Linford, man, to be an all-conference performer for three straight years, first team, no less, I have a hard time picking against him. Garrett Tujay, an uh, offensive lineman who came from the JUCO ranks and ended up up coming back here to coach at BYU, has been a fantastic representative of the university in multiple ways. Uh, A good selection there as well. But Paul Linford is my selection today. He's the best player to wear the number 74. Uh, The funny thing is, you look at the era of Lavelle Edwards, his offenses really took the headlines because they were revolutionizing how offensive uh, attacks were going about things in the college football world, but his defensive players, he had some absolute studs. And uh, the time for Paul Linford being a first-team all-whack player coincided with the first three seasons of, of Lavelle Edwards' tenure. His offenses ne- hadn't necessarily taken off to the great heights they were to reach later that decade and on into the 1980s when they won the national championship. But he had some good defensive players come through BYU that may not have gotten the run as a whole unit on defense, but individual players were absolutely fantastic. And I thought Paul Linford was an easy selection as the best player with a number 74 in a BYU uniform. The player wearing number 74 currently for BYU is Kiefer Longson, a guy who is long on talent and a guy that, if he has a good senior season, could find himself getting an opportunity in the NFL this year. His biggest issue is staying consistent and staying healthy. I feel like Kiefer has been uh, injury prone and not necessarily massive injuries, but just little injuries that have uh, stopped him from really reaching his potential at points during his BYU career to this point. But he has an opportunity here in the next little bit to really prove himself and hopefully earn that opportunity as an, as a guy who really wants to be an offensive lineman wants to, well, not, okay. He wants to be an offensive lineman. That was dumb. I meant to say to be an NFL offensive lineman, pardon the gaff there, but I think that he has got the ability to do so. It's just a matter of staying consistent, being able to be relied upon for every game when your number is called. And if he does that, I don't see any reason why he couldn't have an opportunity at the NFL level at some point. So we'll see what happens for a guy like Kiefer Longson uh, going forward here for BYU. But Paul Linford, my pick today is the best player to wear the number 74 in a BYU uniform. Fan vote going in favor of Travis Bright. All right, coming up here in just a second, we'll catch up on some of the other awards handed out this past week in college sports uh, for BYU athletes in different sports. Uh, Academic honors and actually an All-American citation we'll get to here in just a second. Before we do that, though, a big thank you once again for your guys' continued support of the show. It's a blast to be with you guys each and every day. 
what I'm reminding you guys to do is to make sure that you subscribe to the show. And when I say subscribe, I know subscribe has the connotation of it costs money. Podcasts, by and large, don't cost money. There have been a few that have been put behind paywalls, etc. We're not doing that with Locked On Cougars here. But what I want you guys to do is this podcast is available everywhere podcasts can be found. So, for example, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Overcast. We're on uh, Stitcher. We're on the various podcast platforms that you have. What I need you guys to do is that way, so that you guys don't miss an episode of the show, I want you guys to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening in from, so that way you're subscribed to the show, and then it just populates in your podcast feed every day. It makes it really easy to catch up on all the BYU sports news that we have for you guys each and every day, and a big thank you in advance for doing so. It's a blast to be with you guys each and every day. I consider it an honor and a privilege to talk BYU sports every day on this podcast with you guys, and hopefully you guys find it of worth as well. So a big thank you once again for your continued support of us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. All right, guys, two things to touch on in other BYU sports before we go on this bonus edition of the podcast, and they are big-time awards in the academic realm for BYU athletes, two of which are fantastic athletes in their respective sports. We'll start off on the women's volleyball side of things. Mary Lake, obviously a member of the U.S. women's national team, just a standout player as a libero for the women's uh, volleyball program at BYU during her time there. She was named a 2019-2020 West Coast Conference Mike Gillerin Scholar-Athlete of of the year that was announced this past week. She joins Honor Engbretson of St. Mary's Men's Soccer as this year's honorees for the conference. She was a four-year starter for Liber- at Libero for the Cougars for the past four seasons. She was a three-time All-American, a three-time All-WCC first-team honoree, and also a three-time WCC Defender of the Year. She, like I said, she joined the United States Women's National Team, and this is a fantastic, fantastic deal. She's actually concurrently earning both her master's and bachelor's degrees in the BYU Marriott School of Business's accounting program, the MAC program. Some of you listening to this podcast may have gone through that similar program, and it is a stellar program. Like I said, it gives you both a bachelor's and a master's degree in accountant and accountancy. It is just a stellar program. For her to do what she's done on the athletic side of things at the Smith Fieldhouse for the women's volleyball team, in addition to keeping up the schoolwork required to have both a bachelor's and a master's degree in, in, in accountancy, to be an accountant. That is absolutely incredible. So big congratulations to Mary Lake on that honor, prestigious award that she absolutely deserves. Her counterpart at the Smith Field House is Mickey Jahanan. He is the middle blocker for the men's volleyball program. He was named a 2020 COSIDA Academic All-American Division I Men's At-Large First Team honoree this past weekend. He played in all but one of BYU's 64 sets they played in 2020, the number one team in the country. Jahanan led the team with 72 total blocks while also adding 61 kills. He has maintained a 4.0 GPA throughout his collegiate career, and guess what? He's majoring in computer science. Yeah, Mickey Jahanan, just a fantastic, fantastic student athlete. The student part of it very much in play with a 4.0 GPA his entire college career. He's expected to come back and participate next year for BYU as a senior uh, and really help BYU what appears to be a national championship caliber squad, hopefully secure another national title for Brigham Young University. But to maintain a 4.0 GPA while also being a three-time All-MPSF 
honoree, all-conference honoree for the men's volleyball program. Yeah, there's no wonder he's an academic All-American. That's a big congratulations to Mickey Jahanan on accomplishing that goal right there. All right, that's going to do it for this bonus edition of the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with another full edition of the podcast. A big week ahead, obviously, as we continue to talk BYU sports. We will continue on with our player countdown series. We'll also continue on with our opponent preview series, as well as our position previews. There's a lot to stay tuned for in the coming days, months, and weeks, and we are going to have a ton of fun on this podcast, and hopefully you guys will be along for the ride each and every day. Have a great rest of your weekend, whatever's left of it when you hear this, and we will talk to you guys again tomorrow. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for June 21st, 2020. Happy Father's Day, and happy summer solstice, y'all. Thank you.